Dust particles swirled like ethereal dancers, disturbed by Samuel's sudden intrusion. His heavy boots met the creaky wooden floor with thuds that echoed in the decrepit space. Forgotten trinkets seemed to wince under the artificial light of his flashlight, as if recoiling from a long-forgotten sense of touch. Ornate chandeliers hung low, their crystals clouded by time, and teetering stacks of books threatened to collapse, their leather covers dry, and discolored. Samuel's flashlight beam sliced through the gloom, revealing a sea of tarnished silverware, their twisted forms reflecting twisted, muted rainbows in the dark. Porcelain dolls with faded smiles and cracked eyes seemed to watch him, their disquieting presence unnoticed, as Samuel's attention shifted towards the peculiar glimmer that caught the corner of his eye. This was not the twinkle of tarnished silver or the muted reflection off a dusty glass surface, this was a deep, almost ethereal glow, a light that seemed to beckon from another world. Intrigued, Samuel navigated through the maze of the forgotten, each step increasing his heart rate in anticipation. As he reached the source of the enigmatic light, he found himself before a full-length antique mirror. The frame was dark wood, masterfully carved with intricate patterns and symbols that appeared both arcane and strangely familiar. He could see grotesque faces, abstract patterns, and runic designs seamlessly interwoven into a detailed tapestry of woodwork. Samuel extended his arm and, with his sleeve, wiped away years of dust and neglect from the glass. For a moment, he caught his own reflection, looking as rugged and adventurous as he felt. However, in a split second, the image morphed. The flannel and cargo pants were replaced by a tailored suit. The setting behind him transformed from the decrepit antique shop to a luxurious room, replete with rich tapestries, golden fixtures, and an air of opulence. His heart pounded in his chest. Eyes wide, he stared at the reflection, his mind trying to grapple with the impossibility of what he saw. Samuel was seeing himself, yet not himself, in a life distinctly different but hauntingly achievable. Unbeknownst to him, as his eyes locked onto the mirror, a faint outline of those intricate carvings from the frame began to glow, subtly, almost imperceptibly. The mirror had activated, setting in motion a series of events that would challenge the very fabric of Samuel's reality. It was just a fleeting glimpse into an alternate life, but it was enough. The seed of obsession had been planted, and Samuel's fate was sealed. The mirror, an ancient artifact teetering on the boundary between worlds, had found its next victim. Samuel's life transformed into a surreptitious ritual. He took circuitous routes to avoid detection, often visiting the antique shop under the cloak of night. He would jimmy the door open, a skill he had picked up during his years of urban exploration, and dash straight to the mirror that had ensnared his mind. Each visit revealed new layers of an alternate life. One time, his reflection wielded a violin, masterfully performing in a grand concert hall. Another time, he was a scientist surrounded by advanced machinery, clearly immersed in a groundbreaking discovery. The lives he saw were rich tapestries of achievement and affluence, each making his current life appear more and more like a mere shadow. Unfathomable changes began to surface in Samuel's real world. 
His demeanor transformed, he walked with a straighter back, his steps imbued with purpose. The rugged explorer attire slowly gave way to designer clothing, as if materializing from the alternate life he so longed for. His conversations shifted from tales of forgotten places to discussions about stock market dynamics, classical music, and scientific innovation, topics he knew little about but found his mouth articulating with unprecedented eloquence. Those who knew Samuel couldn't help but notice the transformation. Friends found themselves alienated, confused by this new persona that had taken over their adventure-seeking companion. Family members, too, felt a growing chasm, unable to connect with a man who was, in essence, becoming a stranger. Samuel, however, seemed completely unfazed by these crumbling relationships. To fuel his transformation, Samuel began liquidating his past. His extensive collection of antiques, maps, and exploration gear found new owners. In their place, luxury began to infuse his life. Rolex watches adorned his wrist, Italian leather shoes stepped on plush, high-end carpets, and a sleek sports car replaced the sturdy but worn-out vehicle that had carried him to so many forgotten places. Yet, none of these material possessions captivated him as much as the mirror did. He knew he was close, very close, to bridging the gap between his two lives. An almost fanatical focus consumed him, every waking moment was a calculation, a step closer to the ultimate transformation. Samuel felt as if he was standing at the edge of a precipice, waiting for the final push to plunge into the abyss of an entirely new existence. While his physical world appeared to shimmer with success, inside, an inexplicable emptiness grew. It was a hollowness he couldn't define, an unsettling void that seemed to echo his own loss of identity. But Samuel was too far gone to turn back. The mirror's allure had tightened its grip, leaving him blinded to the growing imbalance in his life. A soul in turmoil, and a man obsessed, Samuel's life was now a pendulum, swinging wildly between two realities, yet never finding a resting place in either. And each swing brought him closer to a destiny he couldn't yet perceive, one that beckoned from the depths of that cursed mirror. The changes became more tangible, almost palpable, as if Samuel's transformation was accelerating toward an inevitable conclusion. The contours of his face started shifting subtly at first, his jawline became more defined, his eyes taking on a piercing quality that he had repeatedly seen in his alternate self. Gone was the wild, adventurous glint, it was replaced by a look of unwavering focus and insatiable ambition. Even his voice took on a timbre that was increasingly aligned with the man he saw in the mirror. Having amassed considerable wealth from investments he didn't entirely understand but somehow managed to master, Samuel purchased a penthouse. It was not just any penthouse, it was a spitting image of the luxurious abode he had seen behind his reflection. Marble floors, opulent chandeliers, rare artworks, every detail painstakingly matched. It was as though he had physically stepped into the alternate universe that the mirror had shown him, and yet, he felt farther from home than ever. However, with each successive transformation, something within Samuel began to fragment. It was as if a vacuum had formed inside him, steadily growing, consuming whatever remained of his old self. 
he felt increasingly disconnected, as though he were floating above his own life, a spectator to his alarming metamorphosis. Places that once elicited nostalgia and warmth now felt distant, almost like relics from a different lifetime. He found himself strolling through neighborhoods he had once explored with great passion, only to feel like an intruder, a stranger in a land that was supposed to be his own. The food tasted less flavorful, the sun less radiant, the air less invigorating. A veil had been drawn between Samuel and the world, one that dulled his senses and numbed his emotions. Then came the tattoo. One morning, Samuel woke up to find an intricate design inked onto his forearm. A mix of geometric shapes and arcane symbols, it was identical to the tattoo he had observed on the forearm of his mirror self during one of his many viewings. The permanence of the ink etched onto his skin sent a visceral shiver down his spine, it was a symbol of irreversible change, the crossing of a threshold from which there was no turning back. As he stood before his penthouse window, staring at the sprawling city below, a sudden chill enveloped him. For the first time, Samuel felt a jolt of real fear. He understood now that his obsession had crossed the boundaries of mere physical transformation, it was altering the very essence of who he was. What he hadn't yet grasped, though, was the magnitude of the consequences that were about to unfold. His heart pounded with a mixture of anticipation and dread, like a hunted animal sensing both the thrill of the chase and the looming threat of capture. Samuel realized he had reached a point of no return. Yet the mirror beckoned, its call impossible to ignore, its promise too intoxicating to resist. That evening, as the city lights glimmered like countless stars fallen to earth, Samuel found himself once again standing before the antique shop's door. It was time for the final encounter, a rendezvous with destiny that would either fulfill all his longings or plunge him into an abyss from which there was no escape. With a mix of horror and disbelief, Samuel stood frozen before the newly materialized mirror. The face that stared back at him was a distorted mirror image of his own, tinged with despair and fear. His eyes met those of his doppelganger, who was back in the antique shop he knew so well. It was as though they were on opposite sides of an impenetrable glass wall, forever separated but eerily connected. The reality of his situation crashed over him like a tidal wave. All the wealth, the opulence, the objects of his desire that surrounded him, none of it mattered now. They were trappings in a gilded cage, beautiful but suffocating. A prison designed to look like a palace. Frantically, Samuel ran his hands over the walls, pressing against them as if trying to find some hidden seam, some escape route. His fingers traced over the exquisite tapestries, ran across the marbled surfaces, and pounded against the intricate woodwork, but to no avail. The room remained a closed loop, as inaccessible as it was luxurious. Panic surged through him, his breaths coming out in ragged gasps. Samuel felt his own walls closing in, even as the room remained static. His eyes darted around, desperately seeking a way out, but his gaze always returned to the mirror. It taunted him, reflecting a reality that seemed within reach but was eternally elusive. As he looked into the mirror one last time, he saw his doppelganger's eyes widen, a look of realization and then sheer terror filling them. 
His alternate self wiped the mirror clean with his sleeve, and Samuel knew, in a gut-wrenching moment of clarity, that the cycle had begun anew. The intricate carvings on the frame of the mirror in the antique shop began to glow faintly, sealing another soul's fate. Suddenly, a flash of insight struck him. The mirror didn't just show alternate lives, it fed on the souls it ensnared, trapping them in a reality woven from their deepest desires and darkest obsessions. He was not the first, and he would not be the last. The mirror's insidious power lay in its ability to lure, to promise, and ultimately, to imprison. As the gravity of his eternal entrapment sank in, the room around him seemed to close in, as if savoring its victory. Samuel realized he had become the very reflection he had once so ardently wished to be, at the terrible price of his own soul. With that, the room darkened, the walls seeming to absorb the ambient light, leaving Samuel in a darkness as deep and impenetrable as the void that had formed within him. And in that pitch-black room, another mirror shimmered to life, ready for its next victim, 